0: Ten o'clock service. Thank you. Perfect. Everything's getting recorded. Got it. So thank you, Kayla, and welcome to everybody. And Connie, will you start us off with uh, getting us in the mood here with singing, um, singing our opening song?
1: I would love to. Good morning, good morning, everyone. I hope you're enjoying this beautiful day with clearer skies. Isn't it nice to have the skies getting a little bit brighter? And uh, as we always think of this song as preparing our hearts to be a sanctuary for ourselves and each other. Let's extend this out to the world with the fires and everything going on. Let's extend uh, that blessing through this song that this whole planet can be transformed into a sanctuary for us. What do you think? Doesn't hurt to try, right? Love, prepare me be a sanctuary pure and holy tried and true with thanksgiving I'll be a living sanctuary for you I don't know if any of you el- the rest of you have had this thought that as we were singing it felt like the earth was singing this back to us one more time love prepare me to be a sanctuary pure and holy tried and true
0: you Connie oh you know the the thing I really love about zoom is seeing all of you in your homes and interacting with your puppies or your loved ones Um, it's just great and then of course we have penny in our sanctuary (laughs) I love that so and we will be back in our sanctuary the first uh, if it all goes as planned, as planned, I'll leave that to Jamie and her announcements later on, but we will be opening the first week of September if everything goes well with everything in, in COVID. So it's exciting we're moving forward and welcome. Now, in August, Roger Butts and I have decided to do a series on his book, Seeds of Devotion now if you guys don't have this book please go out and get it there's 52 devotionals that you can read with um, questions and prayers to help you with it and it's just a beautiful oh it's just such a beautifully written book I'm loving everything and today we're gonna talk about do you love them do you love them so um, yeah it's gonna be a fun morning and Connie Let's get us started with another opening song, please.
1: The pathway is broken and the signs are unclear. And I don't know the reason why I find myself here Even though I struggle The way that I do I'm gonna walk through the valley If love wants me to Cause I'm not who I was When I took my first step And I'm clinging to the promise Love's not through with me yet So if all of these trials Bring me closer to you I will go through the fire if love wants me to this may not be the way I would have chosen when love leads me through And though I never thought it would be easy, I didn't know I'd never have to go alone. Against you and you're all by yourself and you can't hear an answer to your cries for help put your faith in the promise that love will pull you through and you will walk through the valley If love wants you to
0: That was beautiful connie thank you that was beautiful and that's really all we're talking about today is love do you love them i want to share a story with you young children gathered around a railroad track one by one they walked on the rail one by one they fell off only walking a short distance two boys whispered together They envisioned an ability to walk further along the rail than anyone else had. Ridicule greeted the announcement of their intention, yet they dared to risk, and together they walked the tracks. One stood atop one rail, and the other atop the opposite rail. Joining hands, they easily walked further than the longest distance spanned by anyone else who had walked alone. If you have another person that you can walk hand-in-hand with, you can walk further than you can alone. There is a power in being with someone else. Learning to live successfully with others and take their hand and walk as one is the key to life. Jesus knew the power of two. He always sent the disciples out in pairs. We team up in harmony with others and together we can team up with God. I don't know what you are called to do with your life. But I do know it can be great, especially if you team up with others to get it done. Two heads are better than one. I know it will be greater than what you would have done, could have done, or possibly ever could have conceived of doing alone. Now I might add with the right partner with the right partner. That's very important to add to this that somebody that can really help you and not be detrimental to you. God is with you all the time. When you're aware of God's presence, everything changes. When you go into that job interview and you're shake and you're shaking because you don't know what you're going to say or what to do. If you will just center yourself in the power of God for a moment and say, God is with me. God will walk through with me. We will get through this together. You can do more than just get through it. You can get the job. If you're in the dentist's chair and you hear the nurse come in and flip on the switch, causing that sound that sends fear throughout your entire body, center yourself in God at that moment. Your anxiety will be relieved better than any numbing chemical or modern medicine. Partnership with God is always easy, but not always easy to be with people. Someone once said, I love God. It's people I can't stand. And that's like saying, I love harmony but not music. Learning to live successfully with others is the key to a successful life. Jesus says for us to love our neighbors as ourselves. Today, I wanna talk about the power of spiritual conflict resolution in your life, the power of using God's love to eliminate conflicts. I realize this lesson is for a specialized few, because there are not many here who have conflict in their lives, right? Now you might laugh at that, because we all have conflict in our lives at some time. We don't want it, and many times we don't expect it. But all of a sudden, it's right in front of us. How do you bring love to life in your home instead of conflict? There are people in our homes who know how to push our buttons better than anyone alive on this planet, right? Of course they do. They installed the buttons. If you can resolve the conflicts within yourself, you will go ahead to greater success than you have ever imagined the really successful people in this world have had training in conflict management the last couple of weeks we've been we've watched the olympics it is thrilling to watch them perform under tremendous pressure an ordinary person's ability under the kind of press under that kind of pressure would decrease at least 20 This has been proven in um, pilot training But there are certain people who can handle the pressure and always succeed while under pressure Why? They weren't born with it They've had training What is that training? It boils down to bringing a peaceful consciousness into yourself and centering yourself. Whenever we have conflicts arise in our relationships, we have choices. We can avoid the conflict at all costs and flee. Or we can fight. Or we can freeze and do nothing. Or we can make another choice. How many of you would consider, you don't have to raise your hand on this. (laughs) How many of you would consider yourself a conflict avoider? Most people would admit that they avoid conflict. A fighter is very different, especially when it involves a relationship. Imagine driving a semi-truck through a small room. That's the way fighting leaves the relationship when the fight's over. I would like you to try an experiment. And we can't do this because we're not together. But let's try this experiment for a moment. Think about a time when you were really embarrassed because you really knew you blew it in a situation. Can you, does everyone have something in mind? As you do this, can you feel the power start to drain from you? Keep your eyes open because you have to face stress with your eyes open. If I were to walk up to you and gently push just below your neck with hardly any pressure at all, you would be knocked off balance. This demonstrates how the physical follows the mental. Your energy is so off-kilter that it's easy to knock you off-center. Now, I want you to think of a time when you had it all together and everything was going right. Do you know what the specialists would call that? Being in the zone, there's a reason why every Everything comes to you. You have the energy. You are drawing it to yourself. Everything is bliss in your life. It seems as if your whole day is magic. This is because you are spiritually positive and you're in the zone. That's what I would like you to think about right now. Thoughts are things. I want you now to move your thoughts to the center of your being, about two inches below your navel. Place your hand there to help yourself. You are totally one with God. If I again gently push you now, it would not affect you because you're centered and empowered. I could even push 10 times harder than I did before and it would not affect you because you have moved the energy of your being to a spiritual awareness. Now what happens when you're in conflict with another person? For example, if I grabbed your shoulder, everything in your being would think about me grabbing your shoulder. You would look at it. You want to grab my hand and deal with the conflict right there. If I send an idea to you, you want to deal with that idea and fix it right then. The way we deal with conflict in our lives is a contest. We think, I can beat him. Or that person thinks, I can beat her. As we engage in the contest, We put all of our energy to the point of contact, whether it is the idea or physically. What we need to do is to center ourselves. I'd like to do another demonstration right now. I want you to hold out your arm straight in front of you like this. Put all your human strength behind holding your arm straight. How does this feel to you? You might be trembling inside because it takes a great deal of energy to hold your arm up straight. Now I want you to hold out your arm, but this time I want you to be completely calm. Think of your arms as an arm of energy. Put the energy of God into your arm. I'm not asking for you to strain. I'm not asking for strong muscles. There is a connection of God going through your arms, and this beam is going through your fingertips. Feel that with me right now. Really feel that God energy going through your fingertips. Imagine that straight ahead of you is the one in life that you love the most. By holding your arms, you are sending a beam of love through your arms to that person. You're doing this without any stress or strain. When you do this, your arm is just as strong, if not stronger, than it was before. And you didn't even have to strain. You just needed to be spiritually centered in the moment. You feel the energy and direct the energy. You can do this with your human mind to your physical body. When we go into a conflict with another person, the first thing we do is give up our energy. We give up our feeling of well-being. We tend to want to draw back preparing for the fight. We are wondering even with this someone we love more than life itself how can we win? How do you deal with someone like a teenager? You say to her please clean your room and she says I don't have to clean my room now. I, I'll do it next week. You say no We're having company today. I want you to clean your room now. She says, Dad, it becomes a tremendous contest with escalated emotions. I want to tell you a story. Let's say you and I have been quarreling over an orange. We're fighting because both of us want the orange. We have to resolve this some way by going to Orange Court. The judge, who is wearing an orange robe, stands up and says, all right, you each get half of the orange. We both go away very bitter, having only half of our orange. I go home and peel my half of my orange. I eat the insides. Feel the juice on my tongue, and it really tastes good. You go home, peel your half of the orange, throw away the inside, and you use the peel to make a cake. If we had only known this, we would have talked this out ahead of time and realized that we were fighting for two different things. I could have had the whole inside of the orange and you could have had the whole outside of the peel. Plus, we wouldn't have had to go to orange court. Another demonstration. Stand up. Want to pretend you are my teenager and you don't have to stand up. I want you to pretend to be my teenager. We are having a conflict. I want you to clean your room, but you're giving me a thousand excuses you have for not doing it. When we have a conflict, we face another human being physically. But more often than facing them physically, we face them with ideas. While in this conflict, I suggest we turn 90 degrees and we're off center in our energy. Now we're not looking at each other. What we're going to look at, we're going to look at the issue. The issue is that I want a clean room and you don't want to clean your room. Argue with a win-win philosophy instead of a win-lose philosophy. Go into the argument with the idea that you are both right if i were really in dialogue i would ask you the question what did you hear me saying then you would speak for me looking at the issue the daughter would probably say well mom wants me to clean my room but i really don't feel like it's my room because if it were my room i could keep it the way i want as i'm hearing you talk I'm hearing that you have heard my needs because you have repeated my wishes. Then in that moment, I talk for you. I say, I know that you don't like this in your area, and I know you want to keep it the way you want to. What just happened? In a short period of time, we have stopped making people bad and we've made the issue bad. We're dealing with the issue, taking out the personality and the hurt. Pretty soon, we can come to an agreement and see things from each person's point of view. We can become centered together in God. Looking at the problem this way, we are not knocked off of our center. We are not thrown back. We're able to stay centered and calm, and we say the right thing. We don't try to destroy. We don't make it a contest. We handle the problem in the Christ way. Then the next part is to bring love into it. I say to you, even though you have the dirtiest room that looks like it has been bombed, I still love you. Even if you never clean your room, I would still love you. She looks at me and says, I love you too, Mom. Pretty soon, we have taken all the power away from the negative, and this results in the fixing of the issue. Then we both have what we want. It may be that she doesn't like cleaning her room at all. Maybe she would like doing another chore that she loves and would feel a part of the family unit, and I could clean her room. When we talk and look at the issues together, standing on the same side, then we are able to solve our problems. Just if we do it together, There's a saying that we always use in ministerial school, and it truly is, people don't care what you know until they know that you care. So do you love them? Let us pray. And I'm going to pray with Roger's wonderful prayer found in his book. Then let us first of all have grace. Grace for those who have come before us. Sometimes they got it right, sometimes not. But we know more now because of them. If not grace, then gratitude. next let us have some grace for each one in their own world we must always strive for common ground and work from there if not grace then an open heart and finally let us have some grace for ourselves knowing we too can be wretched, to use a big word, or just plain old wrong, to be more direct. If not grace, then a bit of self-compassion. And let us, in the end, hate the parts of us that are warlike more than we hate the other we imagine it to be. And let us say, looking in the mirror, have mercy on me, have mercy on me, have mercy on me so that we might have mercy on all creation. A moment with your God. if not mercy then love above all love if not mercy then love above all love amen and I'd like to share with you the reflection questions let's see I didn't check with um, Kayla do we have that for the chat room Okay, perfect. Thank you, Kayla. And these are our burning questions. Who out of the blue gave you advice you would never forget? And what happened? Where and how have you caught some wisdom? Describe it. These are good questions. What do you remember of the wisdom your folks gave you? A teacher? A sibling? What wisdom do you wish to pass on to your loved ones? To your loved ones. Good questions and I hope you take those and journal with them and we just say thank you God. Amen and Amen. So Connie, would you share with us your next solo? Oh, this is my favorite.
1: Don't worry about a thing. Cause every little thing it's gonna be alright. Singing, don't worry about a thing. Cause every little thing is gonna be alright. Rise up this morning, smile with the rising sun Three little birds perch by my doorstep Singing sweet songs A melodies pure and true Singing, this is my message to you So don't worry about a thing Cause every little thing is gonna be alright Singing don't worry, don't worry about a thing Cause every little thing is gonna be alright Rise up this morning Smile with the rising sun Three little birds Perch by my doorstep and they're singing sweet songs of melodies, pure and true singing. This is my message to you. Oh, they're singing. This is my message to you.
0: Thank you. I uh, Now, how do you guys, listen to that song without singing along with it. <laughs> I just, I can't do it. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, County. That was so good. So I want to say thank you for everybody being here today. Um, if you are not in gallery view, go up to the right hand corner of your screen and get in gallery and just take a look at your tribe. This is our tribe. These are the people we love. And come together and, you know, walk the the rails together, holding hands. So I am just so grateful for the spiritual community. And I'm going to ask Kayla to put in the um, donation information in the chat room. And then, as we just think about how blessed we are, oh, and I have to say, I went to the church. I I went to the church this week, and oh my gosh, the grounds are gorgeous. We have flowers in every corner. I mean, I do not know who who is responsible. And I just wanna say, you guys have done an excellent job I just I was gonna call and ask anybody if I should water the flowers and then I thought okay don't over control <laughs> you don't have to water the flowers so but anyway whoever did that the grounds are beautiful and um, but anyway I want to say thank you for that so now let us just hold the love that we have for the spiritual community, and let's say our prayer of gratitude. Divine love, through me, blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. Thank you, God. Amen and amen. So now I think that Jamie, Jamie is our board president, and she has quite a lot of information
2: to share with us. Jamie? Okay, thank you so much, Julie. And actually this morning, we're gonna start off with Linda Anthony, because I think she had a little bit more information about the training that they're gonna do with the prayer chaplains. So I know Linda is probably looking to see how to unmute her mic. Can you get that, Linda?
3: Okay. There you Yay. Go. Okay. All right, good morning, everyone. Um, I'm Linda Anthony, and I'm one of your prayer chaplain trainers. About this time each year, we begin recruiting new prayer chaplains. If you might be at a place in your own personal spiritual path where you feel a nudge to begin your next step, I encourage you to explore the prayer chaplain program. It has been a spiritual growth experience for those who have chosen it. No previous experience is needed, only a guidance from spirit. There are, however, steps along the way. First, you must be a member at Unity Spiritual Center in the Rockies. After the formal training, you will spend about four to six hours per month in service to this community. You will be a member of a loving and supportive group of people who love praying with and for this spiritual community. The blessings far outweigh the time and effort required to be a prayer chaplain. This has been a life-changing experience for current and past prayer chaplains. So please, if you feel led, prayerfully consider this opportunity and contact Norma Crawford or Linda Anthony. Our phone numbers are in the e-blast. Orientation will be held uh, at the end of August, and the dates are also in your e-blast. If this is for you, you will be a blessing to others, and your life will be blessed as well. Thank you so much, and we look forward to hearing from you.
2: Thank you, Linda. Thank
3: you,
2: um, So over the next couple of weeks, we are going to be focused on what's needed to open the church. At this time, we are still planning on opening Sunday, September the 5th, for one service at 10 a.m., with the prayer circlet starting at 9.30 a.m. The board would like to get a quick idea of who might be attending in-person services. Um, We probably will send out a survey, but right now it would be nice to know, um, it'll help us know whether or not we need to have a reservation system in place. So if you are planning on attending, please send a chat to Kayla right now as I'm talking, letting her know that and how many. Um, because that'll help us plan a little bit. I was gonna have you just raise your hand, but I'm still talking and it's gonna be a little harder to count. And and then if we do do a survey later, we won't be double counting people. So I think if you can get an email out, that would be great. In order to open the church, we will need to clean the church. And we are relying on volunteers and I'm hoping that is you um, to help with this process. We do not have a paid temple keeper at this time. So I know some of you may not be aware of that, but we don't have um, anybody on staff at this time to do that. Uh, We are gonna have two cleaning work days come up. One will be Saturday, August the 28th, starting at 9 a.m. And the next day will be Tuesday, August 31st, also at 9 a.m. It would be helpful if people would bring brooms, mops, and vacuum cleaners, as we have very limited equipment actually in the church. And we're hoping that if we do get a team of people, it will make the work light for everyone. Uh, Because obviously, um, the more the merrier for this kind of project. Now, back months ago, after the fire extinguisher was discharged in the church, there was a very thorough cleaning. But that was really quite a while ago. And so there's a need to get it ready now uh, for occupancy. So we have five bathrooms. Well, you guys know what we have. Um, The sanctuary, the hallways, um, and Fellowship Center to take care of. And so we really would appreciate your help. So come and show your love for unity and for one another. This coming weekend, um, Saturday the 21st, we have usher and greeter training from 1.30 to 2:30. We'll be going over the revisions and the job descriptions because we're doing things a little bit differently than um, the way they the way we did before COVID. Robert will come at two o'clock to share some information on safety and security. And then we'll have a makeup session on Thursday, the 26th, from 10 to 11 for anybody who couldn't come on Saturday. Now, these days are in your bulletin, okay? These days were put in your e-blast. I see a note from Donna saying, please put it in the chat, and if I can, I'll get it in the chat as well before we end. Um, if you would are interested in these ministries, but you haven't yet signed up, come anyway, and we'll get you signed up. All are welcome. This week, um, the job descriptions will be sent out. To those who have already signed up. So you'll have the revised job descriptions even before the training. I think um, Susan Anderson either has gotten those out or plans to within the next day or two. Um, So that's it for opening the church. It is with a heavy heart that I make the next announcement, And, and that concerns Michael Elmore. And I know that Michael is dear to so many of us. We've known Michael, many of you for just a very long time. And what I need to let you know is that due to cancer, Michael will be going into hospice. Um, I talked to him a few days ago and um, I know that that's just the step that he needs to take now. One of the things that we can do at this point that would be appreciated by him is to send notes, cards, letters, those kinds of things just having that personal contact and connection with him. I know some of you have known him for a very long time. Michael has been involved with Unity off and on for probably 20 plus years. Um, He's been very dedicated and he's just done all kinds of things for Unity. So that would be an initial starting step. I don't yet have the address as to where to send it, but should have that soon. And I can share that with everybody um, as to where those will go. Um, Shortly, also, uh, you know, we'll also know what we can do during this time to support Michael. That's being assessed right now. And then once we have that information, that will be shared as well. Um, So, you know, please, and I know you will, but please keep Michael in your prayers during this time. He um, does have his son who's helping him. He has an engineer friend named Daniel who's going to help with the more technical parts of the sound system. Um, He does have some support, but, of course, we'll want to support him as much as we can as well. Okay, so thank you.
0: All right, with that being said, let us pray. We open our hearts to Michael and we just envelop you in our love. We envelop you in the love and the light and we are your earth angels that we will be here, Michael, for everything you need. And we also call upon and know that the angels from above are right next to us inviting you into the heavens of God. So we lift you up. We say thank you for being part of our lives. And we, we know you feel our love and support your way. And I just see cards and emails and wonderful things coming from this community to Michael. And we say Godspeed on your way, Michael. We love you and we appreciate you and we behold the Christ in you. Amen and amen. And I would really like to also speak to you just a little bit about membership. Official membership is not required for you to attend in the spiritual community. All people are welcome here and we grow and learn on our spiritual paths together. However, we have found something happens inside your heart when you step forth and make a public commitment. When you enter into a membership relationship with your spiritual family, something inside you reaches out and you gain a very tangible sense of belonging. There are additional benefits you receive as a member. Your voice can be heard through your ability to vote at our meetings, and you can become a board, a member of the Board of Trustees, and become part of the leadership. But I'll tell you, when I stepped out, well, we didn't have the chaplain program at that time, but when I stepped out and became a minister, I became greater in every way. And I have had prayer chaplain programs in all of my churches, and I love to see someone step into that role and take it on and become greater and greater in every way. Um, just think about the ability um, to know that you you are a good prayer partner that you can go into anybody's home and pray with them. That is a skill that everybody should have, I'll tell you. It's just a wonderful, wonderful practice. And you get back a hundredfold. I'm not even going to say tenfold, a hundredfold by your prayer chaplain, um, service or ushers. I can remember when I first became an usher at this church and I was just so afraid to walk down that aisle. But if there was something about it that made you part of the community and made you greater in every way. And I want you guys to step in to your potential of your Christ light. So I hope that we have many people join us and in, in all of the service because guess what folks you're the ones that are changed at depth god bless you connie
1: oh Hey everybody, thank you so much for turning your cameras on. It's wonderful to see your faces in this, on this beautiful day. Let's sing our closing song together and uh, keep our new minister, who will be showing up in their perfect time, and uh, Michael and anyone else who's struggling right now in our thoughts and prayers as we sing about our connectedness. Let the light within you shine We are all connected Look into another's eyes See your light reflected a blessed week, everyone. Take good care.
0: So if you'd like to stay for fellowship, just stay connected and Kayla will put us in
2: different rooms and have a wonderful week. God bless you.